Welcome to the Lightly Salted Podcast. These are the readings and sermons of St. John's Lutheran Church of Park Rapids, Minnesota. They are offered so that the Word of God would shape and strengthen you to be what He calls you to be, salt and light. You can find us at stjohnspr.org. Now, on to the Word. Our first reading today for Christmas Day is from Psalm 46, a psalm that is very often uh, sort of the center and core of the Reformation. It's the psalm from which a mighty fortress is drawn, but it's also a psalm that reminds us of the truth of Christmas Day. God is in her midst. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains may be moved to the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come. Behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading is from Romans chapter 8. It's sort of the summary of what, what the Apostle Paul has been leading with in the entire rest of the letter. The wonderful news that in Christ there is nothing that can separate us from God's love. What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who is indeed interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of God? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life Neither angels nor demons, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I invite you to please stand for the response. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. Spoken to us by his Son. 
whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the world. Our gospel reading is recorded for us in the Gospel of St. Luke, the second chapter. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. This is the gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated as we join in our sermon hymn. Well, good morning. I'm so glad to see you all here this wonderful Christmas day. Thank you all for joining and hearing the, about the birth of our King. What a wonderful celebration that is. You know, on this morning, the King of the universe, the Savior of creation, the long-awaited Messiah has finally arrived. He's laid in a manger, looked upon by Mary and Joseph, spied on by the animals there in the stable with them. And Luke tells us, this newborn Savior King is wrapped in swaddling cloth. You know, there's a learning curve to wrapping a baby up and swaddling them. You know, from the, from the friends and people that I've got to see and witness and how they wrapped up their own little bundles of joy, it's kind of difficult. You know, some say they came about it naturally. Others said, like my friend Jonathan, he had to watch several videos and ask mom, okay, how do you actually do this? But you know, for Mary... How many tries did it take her? One, two, several? You know, she didn't have the advantage of YouTube. She couldn't call up her mom and ask. She simply had to figure it out. And she wouldn't need to figure it out. Because swallowing a baby was, is, and not merely just a tender care, an act of tender care from parent to infant. See, it's critical to providing a newborn with warmth and security both too essential for a brand new baby to fall asleep. And yes, Mary likely wanted the newborn king to, and meek and mild as he was, to fall asleep that Christmas morning, you know, to take a nap. Now, additionally, newborns in this region were washed with water, rubbed with salt and, and olive oil, and then multiple strips of fabric were torn off from various garments from around the house then wrapped around the little bundle of joy, securing their arms to their side and their legs together, serving to shield them from the cold, but they were wrapped more than just mere straps. Each newborn was wrapped up in love as a new mother ensured that her little treasure, in this case, our Lord and Savior, was safe, sound, and as snug as a bug in a rug. See, the swaddling cloths that wrap our Savior on this Christmas morning are a small but important detail. See, it's Jesus' first outfit after all. And more than that, these swaddling cloths are a picture of what this child once grown 
will provide for you and for me. And here we're going to talk about the warmth first. See, you know, temperatures aside, the world is indeed a cold place. Especially now with winter finally maybe arriving. See, we don't like to dwell on Christmas morning, but life is abundant with broken promises, tension-filled relationships, awkward interactions, gut-wrenching rejections, and unfortunate, terrible misunderstandings. See, these can leave you feeling like an outsider, where you feel defo- don't feel like you fit in, alone, caught out in the cold. You know, perhaps you felt this cold this holiday season. At a time when relationships of human interaction are front and center, the season is packed with opportunity for us to come together and to enjoy this wonderful interaction with each other. And yet, born this Christmas morning is the promise that you and I will never be stuck out in the cold when it comes to our Creator. Yes, our sins and our struggles earn us an outside status, a rightful rejection when compared to the beauty of our God and the standard for life and love that He's given to us and desires for us and from us. You know, but this baby has been born to bring such outsiders back into the fold of God. See, this child will grow to live the life of love that we should love, that we should have but most often not, fail to do. And by faith in Him alone, His perfect fidelity to the will of God will be credited to us and to enjoy as our own. See, clothed, swaddled, if you will, and His perfection, we also enjoy this status. You and I are welcomed into God's grace, God's pleasure, and God's family as sons and daughters. Say, you may be on the outs with any number of people in this cold world. You may have outsider status in all kinds of groups, clubs. But one relationship will never be in doubt. See, our status is strong and secure. You reside in the light and the warmth of God's love. He cherishes you. He celebrates you. He looks upon you and smiles at the very thought of you. Much like we can imagine Mary and Joseph doing when they've got to see Jesus for the first time. And one day, at the return of Christ, the acceptance that you have with God will shine brighter than any rejection that you have ever experienced in this cold world or any dysfunction between you and someone else. But see, there's also security and safety. See, if an infant's arms are left and arms and legs are left, left unswaddled, left to flail all about. They feel vulnerable. They shake and shiver as if, as if they're cold, as if they're falling. There's also the fact that they are prone to cuts and scrapes from their tiny yet surprisingly wolverine-like claws on their hands. But wrapped tightly, they feel, and indeed, they are safe. See, we too are exposed This world is not only cold, but dangerous. Death is all around us. And the Scriptures remind us from 1 Peter, Satan prowls like a roaring lion, seeking whom he will devour. And we see it when the cancer strikes a loved one, 
when sickness and diseases afflict us all, our bodies fail. You see it when families fall apart. You see it in a whole host of different things. As this world, the only thing this world offers is a false sense of hope and security and clothes that block out anything of that cold. See, the attacks of this sin-stricken world come at us from all sides. But yet this brave little boy, born this morning in Bethlehem, has come to confront every evil that threatens you and I and battles every foe head on. He's here to live, to fight, to die, and rise like a man on a mission. In his brief life, he will face every evil. He will confront every terror, taking each one, including death, head on. And he will crush them all. He will win by losing. And that will confound us at first, just as it did the disciples. But in his dying, and his being rejected by his own people, punished for crimes that he did not commit, giving his life on the cross as if he was the chief of sinners. This newborn will bring life into the world. He will drain the world's evil of all its power, absorbing it all, even facing the wrath of God on our behalf and rendering this world powerless to lay any kind of permanent claim on us. He will die. He will go from being washed of salt, olive oil, and and wrapped in swaddling cloths to being bathed in perfume in preparation for a burial, wrapped in grave cloths, covered in spices, and laid in a tomb. But he will rise victorious. And through faith in this child, through a relationship of dependence upon who this baby is and what he will do, his victory over this dangerous world becomes our victory. Yes, it may feel at times as though we are all flailing or falling about. We will receive cuts, scrapes, and bruises along the way. But there will be no fatal blows for those who belong to Christ. We, like him, will be wrapped in swaddling cloths, swaddled in security. And yet there's nothing more loving, more sweet, than when you get to see a young mother Tears rolling down her face as she gets to hold her baby for the very first time. Eyes fixed on him. Hesitant to let them go. Wrapping him up in a blanket. Holding on tightly. And when finally both get to fall asleep in safety and security. Such love, such a gift. Ask any mother and they will tell you that there is no better present than when they first got to hold you in your hands. You know, Mary's love for the Lord on this Christmas day is a glimpse of God's love for us all in Jesus Christ. Did you know that God the Father, because of Jesus, looks upon you with even greater love? That his eyes are fixed on you, and that he can say, hold you in your hand, hold you in his hands. It's easy and understandable. If your mind is distracted by other gifts this morning and received today. But there was a moment 
when you realize that you too were swaddled in warmth and safety and the care of the one who loves you more than anyone can ever do, more than you can ever imagine. And why not let it be now? You are warm and secure and safe in the love of Christ. How might life be different? If you fully grasp that truth, truly understood the love of God that is yours now and forever, because it is. Would you live with more bravery, willing to take on the greater risk, greater challenges, knowing that God has your back? Because He does. Would you surrender that security, knowing that all possessions, knowing that you already possess which matters most? Because you do. And moreover, God possesses you in His loving arms. Would you sleep more soundly? knowing that all life's biggest battles have been fought for you because they have. Might there be more boldness in your word and deed and lightness in your heart if you grasp how tightly you are wrapped in the goods, good things of God through Jesus Christ? Because, and please hear me clearly, God has got a hold of you and he's not letting go. The swallowing cloths that wrap our Savior are a small but important detail. They are a picture of what this child, once grown, will provide for us all. What we receive this day, a beloved child wrapped in love, is what we all, through this child, get to become. Now that is an incredible gift. Merry Christmas. Amen. Thanks for listening to Lightly Salted. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us at stjohnspr.org or look for us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Our thanks to Eric Medeish at soundimage.org for Morning Jew. God's blessings.